This is the Introvert's Bubble, and I'm Anang of Creates Creativity, a place where we can talk about the good and bad of being an introvert, how we can work through things, find the humor of it all, and live our best lives alone. You can find everything under Creates Creativity on social media or my website. I will put every link that I can out there uh, in the show notes as well as the blog post and any social media posts you see out there. You can also find some of my products out there, my books that I write, and other ways to support the podcast and everything that I do. So I was honestly doing my usual search of Google. I actually have a Google alert for introvert research everything on there because I am a nerd. And honestly, this actually is a phrase that or a word that I've, I've never heard before, but I guess it's been out there for a while because it's a phone thing. And it's called bubbing and how i mean definitely a lot of us have what they call like blind spots for it because bubbing is the smashing of the two words phone and snubbing which is something a person to do that's kind of it's rude because you're doing it to a person who's physically in front of you and you're stuck on your phone which honestly is not just a problem for like people say like oh it's a problem for children they just can't get their nose out their phone no i know a lot of adults my dad a lot of times will like we'll make fun of, it's an ongoing joke in the family because he will come to a family event sit in a corner and be on his phone for most of the time until someone comes up to him to talk to him like my grandma comes up to talk to him some of the other elders something else like he did he did that for years too and it, it turned into an ongoing joke for all of us that's kind of like well he's here technically but he's just off somewhere doing facebook and then he'll be a part of stuff when we have like singing happy birthday or something else and then he'll Facebook live, but he's not exactly present still because he's just staring at his phone, showing off to the people online, even though a good half of them that are online for him are all there at the party kind of thing. Like just, it's really weird. and It's honestly very annoying that I find. And the thing is, it's, it's so easy for all of us to do so. Like you get a little bored on something. Or you could literally be searching. I could I could search for a song for somebody to show them. Like it's a really good one, and then you kind of get like you show it to them, and then they they search for it on their own, so they can put it in their playlist. And then you are already there, so you look for oh this is another good one. Oh this is a good thing. Oh here's a notification. I should look at that kind of thing. You just we all know there's research that are out there showing that this like all the notifications, all these different things are meant to give us that dopamine hit. To get us drawn back in to stay. And there are several reasons why this is, like I said, one, the blind spot, why it's so bad for us. First one is that it makes our face to face less connected because our faces are not, like, we're literally not talking to the people. Even if someone can actually still kind of keep up the conversation, their face is down. You're not looking at them, you're not paying attention to the subtle cues of whether someone thought something something you said was a little rude or a little hurtful or they're trying to get you to have a reaction for something like even just a joke and you don't quite catch it because all you're hearing is the words but you're not processing as much because you're in your phone and that it honestly also because you're feeling like the other person's being rude so you don't feel quite as connected because i'm right here please look at me kind of thing the one thing too the uh, second point is that it hurts our mental health. You're not connecting and you're making others feel excluded and ostracized. 
And honestly, the other person, or if you're doing it yourself, you're prioritizing something else instead of the person you're with. I've been pretty good at it. There's been times more recently in the last year for myself. Honestly, the pandemic made it so it was so much easier for me to get into social media. Before, I, I didn't. Like, I actually would turn off my Wi-Fi or put it on like, airplane mode. Um, a few years before the pandemic, like, so 2016, 2017, I actually didn't pay for, like, a full amount of data for my phone because, like, no, I only need it for, like, certain emails sometimes, directions and everything else. So I didn't I, – I knew I had to save my data. So I didn't have to, so I didn't feel like as obligated or as like driven to get on my social media because I was paying extra money if I got over that certain amount. But then now there's more Wi-Fi everywhere, uh, data's a lot cheaper. So it, the, what it cost before for me to do that little bit of data before in like 2016 to now is the same price or even cheaper. So of course I, I upgraded because a lot more of my work has changed in that amount of time that I needed I needed data more often. Like if I had to do a pop-up shop or something else, I needed data for doing the transaction on my phone. If I wanted to actually go listen to music out there, I didn't uh, my phone doesn't always listen uh, connect to like my music. Most of my music I buy is on Apple. My phone is not an Apple. So I usually use Spotify, so I need data for that. And so having that drive for that, like there's again, you're you're feeling so pushed and pressured to look at your social media, whether it's not as TikTok. Was, honestly, TikTok was a big thing that came up during the pandemic, and I am never an early adopter on anything. I am lazy. I always want someone else to tell me what to do on that part, like which I, people find very funny because I like to make my own choices, but everything else. But I don't want to do the work. I know at least seven or eight people who are very up on different technologies, different new things on, on all fronts. So I always wait until they give me a an idea of like what it's about because they're really good at explaining too. Kind of like this is really good for this, this, and this. This doesn't work good for that. So then I will get started on it afterwards. I honestly, I don't want to do the work of trying to do stuff. I, I have no problem that I'm not up and coming with that stuff. I don't have FOMO of like, oh my God, I have to be first and everything else. I don't care. I really don't. So it took me a while before I got it into TikTok. But now that I am, yeah, there's, it's so easy to just get drawn in and watching more and more videos and just keep scrolling. And then if I kind of get a little tired of that, I'm like, okay, let me check my email because sometimes I have stuff for work. Sometimes um, I'm just having other things that I just I want to keep up on. I was like, okay, maybe I'll just hit Facebook real quick because I had a message. Or here's Instagram because someone tagged me in a story. There's so many things that you can get into. I mean, I am a bit slow when it comes to other social media. So I don't have Snapchat. I don't care about Twitter. I mean, I do Pinterest, but that's kind of a – there's no, like, community for that. It's kind of its own search engine. So I only get drawn into that when I'm really – finding great things on my main page and I'm really in the mood to just tag stuff and share stuff and things like that but that's maybe like an hour at a time where like going back and forth between literally TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, I can literally do that for seven, eight hours if I let myself. 
I did it one time when I was kind of sick one day, so I didn't, I just did the bare minimum of my work early in the morning, because I was awake and I was just feeling like shit, and then I just was the whole rest of the day just scrolling, because I was too tired to really do anything, I was kind of running a fever, so I didn't really want to go out and see people, but I wasn't quite tired enough to, like, nap all the time, so I just did that, and that honestly was not good for me, because my brain was mush for days on end. I did, I did. I was feeling exhausted, and then I don't. I didn't feel connected to anybody, even though I was still messaging people. I was still like, you know, you you see the person in the videos and stuff like that. You have a connection in there, but it's not really a real connection. So it didn't really help me feel connected. Uh, the third point, which is kind of part of that, is that you are distracted. Like when you're eating with friends and family. Honestly, there's research out there showing that you feel more distracted and you feel less satisfied with just, not just with the interactions you're having with people, but also you're less satisfied with the food you eat because you're not there. You're not present to eat the food. You're not present to actually talk to the people. I'm usually pretty good when I'm with other people not to have my phone out unless we're specifically searching for something else. But I, I keep my phone in my bag. I keep the bag like on the seat next to me. I don't, nothing sits on the table usually because it's, I don't want that distraction. I, I try not to be rude like that. And I think that was hammered into me really early, which was, I feel a little, I was lucky with because it was something that stuck. And I know, I know I have had times where I was really craving something, but because I was on my phone while I was eating it, I was still craving it afterwards, which sucks because the point of eating something when you're trying to be intuitive when you're eating is that you get the thing you want and so you don't overeat it or you don't want it over and over and over again. Like I've had, I have, especially when a warm, warmer weather hits, I'm really big on like, I want ice cream and I'm not a big sweet person, but I can easily have like two small scoops and just be perfectly happy. But if I'm not paying attention to it, I ate it and I'm satisfied for the moment but it'll come back later. While if I actually sit there and pay attention, whether I'm talking to people or not, I'll be good for like a week. Like I had ice cream for uh, Mother's Day with my mom and all my cousins and everything else because we all kind of did a barbecue together. That worked better because we all sat there and we talked. We all tried each other's ice creams because everyone else tried different things. I had my usual. I don't deviate on that one, but some I want to let someone else try it so they can have it and everything else. And I'm still satisfied a week later. So another one, excuse me, we're on four now. <laughs> or actually, number uh, the last part is how to stop yourself from it. The, I know everyone has seen where if you have like a group together, everyone puts their phone in the center. And whoever grabs their phone first has to pay for the meals or have to pay tip or whatever else. It's something that's a little bit of an incentive. I mean, there's some, certain ones where I, I know does I wouldn't work for me and my people is because I get messages and shit like that for random things for work and my freelance stuff. And I get people questions for my business. But they have certain ones where whoever gets the first message, which I think is ridiculous because some people are like, oh, so great because you have no life. Then you get – someone else gets to pay for you kind of thing. I That wouldn't work for me or my people because I, I know someone who, like, abused that. Other things you can do is to put your phone on airplane mode or 
doing a social media detox where you have like a, a day where you do not look at your phone or you do not look at a screen at all. I don't do that as often only because all of my work requires a screen for the most part. But there are times where, okay, if I need to do some writing, I will get it over with with the minimum amount I need to do on my computer and then everything gets turned off and then some things get like put away like I have certain I, I have like my laptops I'll put them all in the room with my desktop so everything's kind of in that area and it's a little more of a work to get to uh, there are times where I'll literally just turn my phone off uh, if you go out like sometimes just going out to do something with other people that I can't really sit on my phone the whole time if I'm walking in the mall with some friends or going just for a walk outside or doing stuff for my dogs I, I cannot go to the dog park and be on my phone because I have to keep an eye out because of you got to kind of check everyone's body language make sure no one's upset with another dog also pay attention to make sure if my dog poops I pick it up like that's kind of the thing you're supposed to be doing anyways so there's little things that you can kind of do to help stop yourself. It works, figure out what you need for yourself. Um, I don't always get too much of a problem, honestly. Me having to make sure I, I schedule, like a loose schedule of what I do for the day keeps me off social media. And I try to make sure I spread it out. Because I can always just get straight up and then do four hours of work and be done for the day because I'm like powering through a shitload of stuff. Other times, I will do a little bit of work for a couple hours, take a break, go walk the dog, make my early lunch, late midday meal, and then I can go back to work for a little bit more, and then take a break. And then that's my hour or so that I can scroll on Instagram or TikTok because I feel like it. But then after that, I have, okay, now it's a little more work. Then it is language lessons and stuff like that. Like, I, I try to... I, I love making my own schedule, but I always have to make sure I figure out how I feel for the day. If if I am pretty open, I don't have anything specifically scheduled, like a meeting or a meetup or just something that I have to do specifically by a certain time, I have to see how I feel. Because if I feel like so motivated, then I'll just do all the work I want to do until I run out of it. Because for me, that can easily last four or five, six hours. And I just take little breaks in there to make sure I don't like, burn myself out. Other days where I'm just kind of meh, a little wishy-washy, I can do this, I can do that, I don't know what I feel like kind of thing, then I need a little bit more of a discipline for myself because I could, that wishy-washy could wish me away to absolutely nothing being done. And I know that for myself. I, tr I try to make sure I have my own schedule set up so I can give myself the space to do useless things because we all need that. That's kind of the thing. You have, you have to kind of be sure what you can and can't do with this. Because th with fubbing, it's mostly with when you're with people. Like if I meet new people, like I, I go out to networking stuff or I go to meetups with other like business people. I try not to have my phone out because I want to make sure they know that I'm paying attention to them and yes as an introvert it is harder because having that phone there is a it's a security for you because you don't feel like you're so alone it's hard for you to go up to talk to people there's alone things and you feel awkward because you're not sure if you're supposed to say something you're not sure if 
they are done talking to you and you should move on kind of thing. So like it's it's yes, it's a good thing to have some security, but sometimes you need to let yourself feel a little uncomfortable for a little bit until you can actually sense literally what is actually happening. Because sometimes people are just, oh, I need to get a drink. Or there's just normal conversations. There are lulls because we all finish what we needed to say and we're all kind of like, huh, that part's done. And then you kind of have a moment of like no one knows to talk about because that was like a very pushy subject or like a very hard ending to it. So part of the thing with not being on your phone is so you can actually tell if that is happening. That is the point of interacting with other people is that you should be getting, giving what they need out of the conversation as well as yourself. And you can't tell about that if you are constantly distracted. So those are kind of just normal things you kind of need to keep an eye out for ourselves because, I mean, as introverts, we can feel very awkward talking to people, even if we're really, really close to them and we all, like your best friend, you can still have moments of kind of like, Oh, did I say something wrong? Or was this awkward? What is this silence? Like, we all have that because we don't know everyone 100%. We all have our bad times. We know other people feel that way too. So you just want to make sure you are present so you can actually pay attention to that stuff. You don't want to be rude and you don't want to be self-centered and selfish about certain things, which it can feel like sometimes when you're on your phone, it can turn into. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you actually are, I mean, come on, we're introverts. We don't go out that often anyways. So you make sure it's worth it because you need to get what you need out of it so you don't have to do it again. 